There is no emotion. There is peace. There is no ignorance. There is knowledge. There is no passion. There is serenity. There is no chaos. There is harmony. There is no death. There is the force. You're listening to the Star Wars Jedi Podcast. Hello and welcome to the very first episode of Star Wars Jedi Podcast. I am your host, Martin. Thank you for joining me for the very first episode. Congratulations. Um, I'd like to talk about a few of the news... Uh, that I've heard here recently, uh, Disney Plus Day being a big one. I also like to talk about the Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser coming to Disney World. Uh, rumors about Quantic Dream's next Star Wars game, and some High Republic stories coming out from comics and novels. Let's first start off with uh, a little bit about me. I've been a Star Wars fan since as long as I can remember. Um, I was very young. My favorite Star Wars movie, believe it or not, is Attack of the Clones. Now I get it. A lot of people, you know, hated that one. I believe the most, if not the second the most, out of the prequel trilogy. But for me, that was my favorite. I enjoyed beginning to end. I liked the story, especially Obi-Wan's uh, story. Um, But yeah, I mean, Attack of the Clones was my favorite. Um, this, But yeah, first movie was uh, Clone Wars 2008. Not a lot of people were happy about that. weren't happy about Clone Wars, the beginning in general. But I, w- I was hooked. I loved it. I loved the story. I loved, you know, what it had potential to be as a TV series. And I'm glad that it happened. But then I really started going to every single Star Wars movie since then. Since uh, Force Awakens. Saw that. Rogue One. Last Jedi. Solo. Uh, Rise of Skywalker. I saw all of those in theaters with my wife. Um, I'm a huge High Republic fan since it's, uh, started this year. I've read every single book so far, uh, except for, uh, one of them, but I'm in the process of starting it soon. I got all, um, the first couple of graphic novels from it, because so, I don't like to collect single issues, so I wait until the graphic novels come out for the comic books, but I am collecting those, I am reading those. Just that way, you know, I can embrace the whole entire High Republic in general. I love it. I love. I even have the audio drama Tempest Runner by Kevin Scott. By the way, Kevin, I love it. I hope we get more of that. But yeah, um, so here I would like to start um, the show with a segment called Today in Star Wars History. And it just so happened that today's Star Wars uh, in history involves my favorite movie of all time uh, of Star Wars, Attack of the Clones. Uh, Today, November 5th, the full episode 2 teaser trailer Forbidden Love debuts in theaters in front of Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, as well as on StarWars.com. So yeah, ironic, my favorite Star Wars movie actually had something come out on this day, even it being a uh, 
<laughs> a teaser trailer. But anyway, let's get to uh, the news. All right, our first thing, uh, Disney Plus Day. I wasn't a huge fan of how small of things happened for Star Wars out of all that. I mean, Marvel, they had, what, like 10, 15, somewhere around there, that many movies, TV series, things like that coming out. I don't know. Uh, and we just got um, a teaser trailer for Obi-Wan Kenobi TV series, and we got... A trailer, which came out uh, the exact same date as its documentary, uh, Under the Helmet, The Legacy of Boba Fett. But yeah, a um, little disappointed we didn't get a little bit more on Andor or stories about what the Rangers of the New Republic was going to be about, if they're actually still going to do it, uh, any word on the Acolyte. But anyway, uh, so here's, here's what it is. Uh, we got Under the Helmet, The Legacy of Boba Fett. Uh, this is featuring new interviews with George Lucas, Ben Burtt, Joe Johnston, and others. The special traces the roots of the iconic character from his public debut in a set of white prototype armor to his resurrection in The Mandalorian Season 2, setting stages for the new series arriving December 29th. I'm excited for the Book of Boba Fett. I'm kind of glad they actually had this because a lot of people aren't familiar with Boba Fett, believe it or not, especially who have Disney Plus because they don't watch a whole lot of Star Wars, which I recommend to do. But anyway, it's nice to know a little bit of stories. Maybe we get a little bit more information that we didn't know after, you know, the 40-plus years with Boba Fett's been around from Legends to New Canon. But yeah, that's really exciting. I can't wait to see that. And I can't wait for the Book of Boba Fett to come out itself. And then we also had the Obi-Wan Kenobi teaser trailer, which is uh, actually just all about like an interview segment and a little bit of uh, concept art to get you know people pumped. And some of the concept art really does look amazing. I, I can't wait for that show. It comes out early 2022, it says. No official release date yet, but I'm hyped. But anyway, the Obi-Wan Kenobi show's... Uh, Teaser says, uh, Ewan McGregor returns in the iconic role of Jedi Master Obi-Wan Kenobi for a special event series on Disney+. Officially titled Obi-Wan Kenobi, the series begins 10 years after the dramatic events of Star Wars Revenge of the Sith, where he faced his greatest defeat, the downfall and corruption of his best friend and Jedi apprentice, Anakin Skywalker turned evil Sith Lord Darth Vader. The series is directed by Deborah Cho, who held memorable episodes of Mandalorian Season 1 and features the return of Hayden Christensen as Darth Vader. I love uh, Hayden Christensen. I love Ewan McGregor. I can't, I can't wait. Again, that's me being a prequel guy as well, so that kind of goes hand in hand. Um, but yeah, that's, that's very exciting. I can't wait for these two to get back at it. Um, hopefully we'll get to see some new, uh, soon-to-be memorable battles between Obi-Wan and Darth Vader. Um, I'm excited. I can't wait. I hope you guys are as well. All right, so moving on to the next news, we have the Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser. Um, I've, I've, I've read this in Gizmodo. It says, uh, revealed during uh, the Disney uh, Physical Year 2021 earning call, for shareholders, Disney CEO Bob Chappick, 
uh, confirmed that Walt Disney's World's Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser has been virtually fully booked for its first four months of operation. The hotel is set to open in the spring of next year and only has roughly 100 rooms available at the time. Uh, definite plans for the Star Wars Hotel were first announced uh, back at D23 Expo 2017 in Anaheim, California. The proposal was announced as part of the unveiling of 23 improvements and additions to Disney's park around the world. At D23 Expo 2019, it was revealed that the hotel would be called the Halcyon and would be a two-night immersive experience where all guests arrive and depart together, similar to a Star Cruiser. You know... It's kind of it's kind of interesting that this uh, you know has already been booked out for the next four months after its opening because to stay there for the two days and everything like that it's like six thousand dollars for the stay and but you know it's big it's like a live action role play you know LARP you interact with all these characters it even you even have tickets to actually go to uh, Galaxy's Edge. For a day, but there's supposed to be like an itinerary I've read where it's like you're supposed to do these activities at these specific times. I'm not no not sure if that's like official or anything like that, but hey, I mean if that's part of the tickets, uh, heck, I'd be involved with that. That'd be great. But six thousand uh, dollars, I, I I'm not sure. That's just something, you know. I don't, I don't really have the money for at the time. I don't know how long it's going to take to get that or how long I'm actually going to be there. You know, maybe the prices will drop. Who knows? You never know. They might actually uh, have like a stowaway, you know, cheaper options where you get to go into like the cargo hold and sleep, something like that. I don't know that, but that would be pretty cool. Just so, you know, that way everybody can, you know, experience the, uh, the new hotel because it looks pretty darn cool. There's also, a, I don't know if a lot of people's know this or seen this but kind of like galaxy's edge where they had books and comic books just to promote galaxy's edge <clears throat> they're also doing a five-part comic issue for uh, galactic uh, star cruiser uh from marvel coming out i think just before uh the the release I might pick it up just because the first issue has Buriaga from the High Republic era, and me being a High Republic guy, I gotta collect everything High Republic, um, as much as it hurts my wallet. But yeah, um, can't wait for that. Can't wait for the hotel itself. It's gonna be it's gonna be awesome. I can't wait to you know have everybody post it on YouTube just to just so I can have a little bit of a taste just before you know at some point I go. All right, we'll move on to uh, rumor of Quantic Dream Star Wars game. Uh, we had multiple sites claim that a leak about the new game set to take place is set to take place part of the High Republic era of Star Wars, an era, an era explored through books, comics, and audio dramas that started this year. The game is also set to be called Star Wars Eclipse and supposed to be announced soon. Now, I'm not sure. If this is all true, but like I said, this is just a rumor, but I would have thought, you know, the High Republic show on YouTube or anything with the High Republic writers or anything would give mention as part of their Wave 3 or whatever, Phase 2, 
plans because they've already announced the Wave 3, which is the end of Phase 1 for January. And they kind of don't hide that. They just kind of tell you, like, hey, expect this. But they don't give any plot details or anything like that. They would have mentioned a video game, I would have thought. But that's just my opinion. And with uh, Quantic Dreams, I'm not a lot... I'm not sure if you guys know this, but Quantum Dreams is, uh, sorry, Quantic Dreams is known for developing Heavy Rain, Beyond Two Souls, and Detroit Becoming Human. Uh, those three games mostly being only for PlayStation and PC, but they have done an Xbox game back in 2005 uh, with Fahrenheit. But it's also interesting, though, is that this company has been under fire for a while due to hostile work environments. So. Star Wars game, hostile work environment. Things are going to be pretty interesting to see how this game might actually turn out. If it actually happens, um, I can't wait to look at it. And uh, last but not least, we have uh, High Republic stories coming out. We have um, The Monsters of Temple Peak number 4, the final installment of IDW's uh, Star Wars High Republic miniseries written by Kevin Scott. Um, this one, um, this issue follows, uh, Ty Yurik, who has been hired by a group to slay a fearsome Gretelax anxiously, as they anxiously await her return, but when Yurik, who had sensed that something was amiss all along, finally appears, her employers are in for a surprise. So, this has been a, a, a short miniseries this should have been a graphic novel just to begin with but hey you know it's great can't wait for the graphic novel itself that way you know maybe i could actually read the whole thing understand what some of this is talking about it sounds exciting you've uh ty york first appeared in the rising storm alongside crasher uh race to crash point tower uh both part of the phase two uh, sorry phase one wave two books uh rising storm being the adult novel and um race to crash point tower being like the junior novel they kind of intersected both uh both appearing uh both having ty york appearing into it uh she's a pretty ba character um that arrives november uh, 17th in stores and wherever you get your comics Alright, uh, so the next one is High Republic Adventures number 10 by Daniel Jose Older. Uh, this one says, The places we call home tell our stories, good and bad. This is true even for Jedi. The marauding Nihil have struck at the Jedi Temple on Takodana, leaving the once great structure in ruins. In IDW publishing Star Wars High Republic Adventures number 10, Padawan Court remembers a warm moment there from his childhood before waking to the terror that has struck the once proud temple. I saw the little pictures and things like that, a little sneaky peek, and it has Maz Kanata, which is pretty darn cool. Maz Kanata, you know, you first met in The Force Awakens. Didn't re appear again until Rise of Skywalker, unless you include Battlefront 2. Things like that. So she's a very popular character. It's nice to see Maz Kanata come back. It kind of tie a lot of things together. Both from prequels, sequels, original, whatever. Even High Republic. It's nice to have kind of like that crossover. Where people are like, hey, I know that character from some place. 
kind of like Yoda. He's, he's, he's also in the High Republic uh, series, uh, even in the High Republic uh, Adventures comics from IDW. Um, this also arrives November 17th. And last, we have uh, the middle gray novel from Justina Ireland called uh, Star Wars The High Republic Mission to Disaster. This one it says it's not an easy it's not easy being among the youngest Jedi Knights training at Padawan almost the same age. On Kirima, Vernestra Rowe hopes to focus on being the best teacher she can be, training Emery Kentaros in the delicate nature of using the force to leap an otherwise impossible distance. But the talented talented young Jedi is plagued by visions once more, and this time it's personal. Apparently, this uh, book brings uh, Vern, uh, which you know she's nicknamed, which she hates. It pulls her back to poor uh, Heliop, just when she uh, started feeling the, like peace and balance had been restored to the galaxy once more. Um, you know, Vernestra Rowe, she's a great character. Love her. Uh, Justine in Ireland, you know, kind of gave concept to this character starting out in the very first. Um, you know, middle grade novel. Um, I love this. This comes out actually in January as part of the Wave 3 of books and comics and the Wave 3 initiative. Uh, January, so. Not too long now before we get Wave 3, and that kind of concludes Phase 1 before moving into Phase 2. But, um, yeah, that's kind of, that's kind of the light news. We, there is um, a little story. You can see it on StarWars.com. It's kind of neat. It's uh, about the R2-D2 Tamagotchi that's coming out. Uh, so if you guys know what Tamagotchi is, you know, it's that little little egg thing you play. It's a little 8-bits. You've got to try to keep it alive. But you got to kind of do the same thing with R2, except this one you can play mini games. You can even uh, meet characters from the, uh, you know, movies and stuff like that, like Boba Fett, Chewbacca. Um, it looks really neat. I might get it, just depending on price. Um, but yeah, uh, that's kind of a short, light news. I wish there was more uh, to talk about, but Disney Plus was kind of a letdown. I was kind of hoping for more information, things like that. I could really get my you know first episode going. Uh, so next week, you know, I'll discuss all the news that comes out. If it's a slow week. You know, I will, uh, I'll do a segment of a character and or a location, just depending on how light the news is. I'll talk about the news, but I might talk about a character just so that way, you know, I got a show, I guess you could say. Um, I'll also be taking questions, uh, Star Wars related from the in-universe or production itself. So if you got a question, you could email me at swjedipodcast at gmail.com. And or leave a comment on Facebook on one of my posts, and I'll try to answer it on the next show. Um, yeah, so this is it. This is my very first episode. I hope you guys enjoy. It's not the best first time, you know. I hope they get better with support and things like that. But uh, yeah, thank you very much. Uh, thanks for listening, and may the force be with you. <laughs>